To date, hack attacks on medical devices have been only demonstrations by ethical hackers of what could go wrong if newly discovered cybersecurity vulnerabilities are exploited. As far as we know, there have been no documented attacks that have actually hurt or killed patients. But could that change? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm speaking with Stephanie Domes, Lead Medical Security Engineer at consulting firm Battelle Device Secure Services. Stephanie will be speaking to us about what medical device makers and healthcare entities should keep in mind about the mindset and approach of hackers potentially eyeing attacks on medical devices. So now, Stephanie, I understand that in your role at Battelle, you work with medical device makers in the execution of security best practices in the development of their new products, as well as the cybersecurity risk mitigation of legacy systems. So based on what you see, are medical device makers taking seriously enough the threat of hackers potentially attacking their products? And are the manufacturers, in your opinion, making progress on addressing those risks during the pre- and post-market phases of their product development? You'll find if if you talk to any engineer, the answer you're going to often get is, it depends. So I'm going to go ahead and use that and say, it depends. So there are a great number of manufacturers out there who really are taking this seriously. They want to do the right thing, and they're trying to figure out how. But that's not to say there aren't manufacturers out there who are still kind of taking the head-in-the-sand approach. So I do still see some on both sides of the fence. I will say over the past two years, I've seen a tremendous number of manufacturers moving from that head-in-the-sand approach into moving to wanting to do the right thing. So I do see the industry moving in the right direction. So now, Stephanie, as I mentioned earlier, when ethical hackers or independent researchers discover new cybersecurity vulnerabilities that might, for instance, potentially affect the performance of a pacemaker or an insulin infusion pump, these attacks have only been demonstrated in labs. As far as we know, there haven't been any real attacks on patients. So two questions. How do we know for sure that patients haven't already been impacted by cyber attacks on medical devices? And how soon before time runs out and these real attacks are launched? I'll kind of approach the second piece of it first, and that I hope that we never see that time run out and that we never end up having, unfortunately, a culminating event that really brings this fear to fruition. So my hope is that we'll be proactive enough to prevent an attack from ever harming a patient. But what I will say we have seen in the industry is that, as you said, the only, I guess I'll call them weaponized attacks against medical security products that we've seen have been in the security research space. We haven't seen an attack of that nature in the wild, but we have seen attacks in the wild that are focused on getting patient data. So one important thing to always consider when when looking at cybersecurity is what's the motivation of an attacker? Why would they go after a medical system? So right now, the motivation is in something that they can monetize. So how can they make money? And what that's come across as what we're seeing right now is they can make money with patient data. So there have been verified attacks in the wild of attackers attempting to steal patient data through medical devices. So 
while there are corner cases where an attack on a particular patient or patient safety may have a monetizable avenue to it, what you traditionally see is attackers looking for ways to profit. And right now that's through patient data. So is it possible that hackers looking to use medical devices sort of as an entryway into perhaps a a hospital network in order to get in and perhaps steal other data, that the whole process of using the medical devices as an entry point, could that potentially cause patient harm as well? I'm going to break patient harm into two different kind of realms. And the first is the direct patient harm, which is what people traditionally think of as the device actually causing physical harm to the patient. And in that case, it very well could be a side effect of some of these attacks. So, for example, there was a system, it was a heart cauterization unit that was, unfortunately, it shut down mid-heart procedure because the antivirus software on the system started to run mid-heart procedure. And while that wasn't a cybersecurity attack, by traditional senses, it caused a cybersecurity issue on the system and that the system locked up mid-heart procedure because this virus scan was not supposed to run while the device was in use. So there's an example of something where kind of a cybersecurity weakness in the system, even though there was no malice, there was no direct attacker, it did have the ability to cause patient harm. And now in that case, the doctors were able to get the system back up and running and they finished the heart procedure. But there's an example of where, even though I said attackers are not traditionally looking for ways to hurt people, they're looking for monetizable data. If these systems aren't built to be robust, to unknown or unexpected things, there still can be that patient harm as an unintended side effect. What I'll call the the indirect patient harm, the other side of it is the loss of patient data. So while it's not harm in the physical sense, I still consider it harm that if I go into a hospital and have a procedure done, if after that my insurance information, my credit card information, my social security information is then compromised because now my identity has been stolen as a result of having to seek medical care. So that's still an indirect form of patient harm. So Stephanie, with that said, what's your advice to healthcare organizations about protecting their medical devices against these sorts of potential risky attacks that perhaps have hidden potential for harm to patients? There's a saying that we toss around in the medical security community that if you've seen one hospital, you've seen one hospital. They are all so incredibly unique in the way that their networks are set up and the type of care that they give and the type of essentially networking equipment they have, the type of capabilities on their staff. So there's really not one-size-fits-all solution, and it's definitely not a problem that we can tackle overnight. So it really is a journey, but a lot of it is going to come from increased collaboration between the hospitals and the medical device vendors. So it's traditionally been in the past that a medical device vendor creates a system, you know, they sell it to the hospital, it performs a needed patient service, But there's not a lot of back and forth with regards to security. So that increased communication where a medical device vendor will speak to the hospital, explain to them, you know, here's the recommendations that we have for you to use this device in your network. 
and the hospital can reach back to them and say, you know, here's the capabilities we have on our network. How would you recommend us setting up this system? So I really think that increased collaboration and communication between the two is really going to be that first step. And I've seen this, but they, they both need to understand and accept that they're in this together. And the more they can work together, the better the whole industry is going to become. So I really think that increased communication and collaboration between the two is going to be one of the huge driving factors in building it. But like I said, it's not going to get fixed overnight. We need people on both sides of the fence to work together and push us as an industry. So Stephanie, based on what you see, are there any potential new or emerging cybersecurity threats facing medical devices on the horizon that you think the industry needs to be thinking about right now and being more proactive in preparing for? So the biggest thing I see coming on the horizon is simply more eyes looking at the industry. So Unfortunately, the more that hospitals and medical devices get media coverage for attacks that were successful or attacks that were demonstrated by a security researcher, what that does is it has kind of the negative side effect of turning the ears of all the nefarious people out there who were maybe focusing on traditional industries like financial industry. The more you see headlines about demonstrated attacks or headlines that hospitals are weak and any of sort of those sensational headlines that they grab media attention, but they also unfortunately turn a lot of these nefarious eyes towards an industry that they may not have been previously focused on. So as there's more attention and more scrutiny put on hospital medical devices and medical systems in the media, it's almost like lighting a beacon to try and attract more people to the industry. So the biggest thing I see in the immediate future is, unfortunately, there's probably going to be a significant increase in the number of attacks on a hospital and on medical devices because it's becoming kind of the new area of interest. There's a report put out every year by the IBM X-Force They put out a security report that talks about just security as a whole in all industries, not just healthcare. But one of the things they stated in their last year's reports were that the top five industries for cyber attacks were healthcare, manufacturing, financial services, government, and transportation. So healthcare was the very first one on that list. And the year before, it wasn't even in the top five. So it climbed from not obscurity, but almost obscurity, to being a really big target for cyber attacks. And finally, Stephanie, I understand that you'll be participating as a speaker at an upcoming medical device cybersecurity workshop that's being hosted by the University of Michigan's Archimedes Research Center for Medical Device Security. Can you very briefly tell us what you're planning to discuss there and what you're planning to participate in? So at that conference, what I'm going to be speaking about is bringing the perspective of sort of what attackers are bringing to the table. So what kind of motivations do we see in the attackers that are targeting hospital systems? What kind of capabilities do they have? And what are some of the methodologies or skills or tools that they're likely to try against your system? Part of being good at defense is we have to understand what the offense is going to try against our systems. So it's all about that education piece of educating what are we up against and then talking about 
you know, what can we do? So there's understanding the hacker mindset, but then there's also, as a medical manufacturer, what are the kinds of steps that I can do in designing my medical device to help prevent a lot of these hackers' techniques and tools from working? So it's kind of twofold, right? Understanding what we're up against, but then also talking about how do we then design our devices to be resistant to the types of things we can anticipate being tried against our device. Thanks, Stephanie. I've been speaking to Stephanie Domus of Battelle. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-Begee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.